Hi, I'm Anna Harris. Welcome to our podcast. Please join us as we talk to experts, ministers, and prophetic voices from around the world on topics relevant for today. I hope you enjoy this message. Well, hi, everyone. We are so excited. Um, Today, I am talking with Amy Black. And my name is Anna Harris with Anna Harris Ministries. And um, Amy and her husband um, have served for over 40 years in the ministry with a passion to see people come into the fullness of healing, wholeness, and the abundant life offered with salvation. Together, they have led five churches in the West Texas area, as well as starting and directing various retreats, healing centers, and outreach ministries. And I have known Amy for about 16 years. We met at a, uh, through Catch the Fire at a conference in Houston. And uh, a few years ago, when I heard she was opening Gold Monarch Healing Center, I was very excited to hear about that so happy for her. And I thought, I want to go. And I've actually been there twice. And it's, it's amazing. I highly recommend it. Um, she does immersive retreats. And I'm sure she'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, today, we are talking about heart healing, healing from trauma, the heart, mind, body connection, and basically whatever the Holy Spirit leads today. So welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for joining me today. What a joy. What a joy to be with you, Anna. Great. So much in my life. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, So I was going to say, if you could describe heart healing to people because some people may be totally unfamiliar with that term what is it why do I need it that kind of thing you can just give a little introduction to it okay sure um well what I began to realize as I was looking at the scriptures in Isaiah 61 it says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon us because he's anointed us to to go to the poor and to heal the brokenhearted. I didn't say that exactly right, but, and to bring liberty to the captive and freedom to the prisoner. So I began to ponder about why, why do our hearts need to be healed? I mean, I think Jesus knew that they would break, that they would shatter, that something would happen in our lives. There's times when we close our hearts, when something happens. And sometimes I'll do two cups. I'll do one up and I'll do one down. And I'll, I'll say, you know, God's blessings are always pouring over us. He always wants to bless us. But many times, I mean, we want to be in this place where it's overflowing, but a lot of times we're in this place where the the cup is over and it comes up totally empty. Mm -hmm. So the heart shatters in order to help us deal with life. And um, we began to look at those kind of places because he always wants us in that place of overflowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that answer some? I can give more if you want, mm-hmm. but. Um, That's a good picture. What would you, how would you say when you say broken hearted, um, you know, it's from, from hurts, from yes. trauma or, even neglect and abandonment, the things that don't happen to us that should have happened. So, um. Right. Trauma is any place in our life where we can't get back 
to who we really were meant to be. You know, he wrote about our lives in the scrolls, in the books. I mean, he has a true original self, a spirit-led self for us all to just thrive from. And when we can't live from that place, that is indicative of a a shattered, broken heart. Mm -hmm. So trauma happens in our lives and we break trauma down into two ways. Um, There's many, many good information about this, but just to keep it simple, trauma A is the absence of what we needed Mm -hmm. that we didn't get. Uh, An example of that, when I was born, I was born with a sack on the back of my head and my, literally my brain was hanging down. You know, I hadn't really dealt with some of this until even just in the recent years, but, but people looked at me in horror Mm -hmm. as a baby. And I've confirmed this with my mother now. And so there was a trauma that I had, like, what's wrong with me? Right. Why is someone, why are people scowling at me and wow. making ugly faces? And yeah. so, so much of my life was this trauma. Of what mm-hmm. do I have to do to get people's acceptance and for them to be pleased? Mm-hmm. And so I worked my whole identity around that. So, and, and then I found out when they took me to the doctor into the hospital in Dallas, that it was an old timey doctor. He wouldn't let my parents be with me. He wouldn't let my mother be with me. I was totally alone in that place. So I didn't get what I needed mm-hmm. in that moment. And then the trauma B is the bad things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the disasters, the, the, the fact that I was deformed, you know, back here. Now it did grow back up and everything was great, you know, six uh-huh. months later, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of trauma in those first six months of life. And we can apply that to other times in our life as well. Yeah. So anytime trauma comes and we can't get back to who we are, our mm-hmm. heart remains divided, shattered. And it's amazing. Jesus has provided. I mean, that's one of the main things that he says he came to heal the brokenhearted. Yeah. He knew that these things would happen. And he says, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm, he never, I, I tell people, please be kind to yourself when you discover that your heart is broken Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's heart has been broken. There's not a person on the planet who right. hasn't experienced it, but he's always ready. He's always kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we can say who needs inner healing? Well, everyone, right? To yes. a certain yeah. level, right? Yeah. So, and when you've taken many people through heart healing, different types, and do you think people get a lasting impact, a change that happens in their life? I do believe that something always happens. Um, it, there, it's very important. Um, there are some people who are re- more ready for it than others. But part of what we do sometimes, people and I tell people wherever you are, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Because some people, and we always make sure that people agree to come. Because in the early days of Gold Monarch, people would send people our way and we would just Uh take them in and they had not said yes to the healing. And Mm -hmm. so it's important to say yes to, I want my heart to be whole. And um, yes, I would say everybody gets something, but if your cup is closed, Mm -hmm. it may take some time to get, to get to the issues of why. And we teach you there's no shame in that. 
but why why did you have to close your heart there's a really good reason and we want to find out why but after being here for seven years and then also doing freedom ministry in the church before that yes i i've heard i think it is there's something that happens exponentially when you deal with the heart first mm-hmm. and then the other healing begins to happen uh, more quickly. Yeah. I think also as inner healing ministers, we're hearing and learning more and more and more about the connection between the heart, mind and body. And I love how at Gold Monarch, you really have designed it to address all of that. But I want to just give a a quick quote about trauma and the body, um, because we're learning that the body has to know that the trauma is over. Um, And this quote is from uh, Bessel van der Kolk. He wrote The Body Keeps the Score. Um, And he says, trauma affects the entire human organism, body, mind, and brain. In post-traumatic stress disorder, the body continues to defend against the threat that belongs to the past. Healing from PTSD means being able to terminate this continued stress mobilization and restore the entire organism to safety. And how do you feel heart healing helps with this? Well, that's, I That's a great question. It's a really good question. I like to do it with a little um, model that I learned from Dr. uh, Daniel Siegel. And this is like the brain and this is the body because for so long we didn't take into account the body part of the body, soul, and spirit. So what we, what we learned in heart and I use uh, the model that I use is heart sync with, with, with father Andrew Miller. But what we learn is that the brain actually helps us to understand so much of the heart. So that's why I think this is important. And this is just a simple way to look at it, but here's the brain. Here's the body giving these signals up here is the right prefrontal cortex of the brain. And this is where we learn. We have intelligence, knowledge, all of the things that we put, I mean, we read the books, we listen to the podcasts, all the things are stored here and it's all good. All of these are good. Under here is the limbic system. This is where all of the pain of our life is stored. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about a minute ago, many times we can't get back to who we are. So we stay stuck in those times and places of pain. And this one doesn't know time. So sometimes when we, when we access this pain, we feel like we did that very moment that it happened to us. Yes. This one is the amygdala. And this is like the guard shack. It's the one that is the protector, the one making sure that this one, trying to keep this one guarded. So mm-hmm. they're all meant to work together. But a lot of times in life, we flip our lids. You know, we have, we have things that happen in our lives. Everything just goes, this all goes offline. Everything we know is just out the window. And this one is thrown off for a minute. And we're, we're right here in this raw state of emotion. And that's what happens in PTSD. They have these memories. They have these situations in life where they were in such intense danger mm-hmm. and where they were abused or 
there was, you know, bombs going off around. And so when we go, when we go back to just, when we're just going through, you know, just a normal experience in life, all of a sudden a signal may come up. We find ourselves right back there Mm -hmm. and we feel like we're right there in that moment where the, where the, the the trauma happened. Mm -hmm. So what we do and you know, I've actually had um, PTSD conferences here at Gold Monarch. Mm-hmm. And so we had, I just want to kind of give a, a, a testimony from that. There was one man who came and he had been, he had been diagnosed with PTSD. He um, could not work. He could not, well, he actually went to his children's band concert one night and the cymbals clashed. And he went, here came that incredible trauma. I mean, all of that came rushing back. He Mm -hmm. fled the room in terror. And then of course you come back online later and you go, why did I do that? It was just a band concert. So what we do in this trauma and this heart healing is first of all, we want to release the trauma from, you know, we want to get to every place where there's trauma lodged and also within the body will actually pray for it to be released from the cellular level, from every system of our body, the intricate, the muscular skeletal, the nervous system, all of the systems of the body. So we're always looking and praying for that to be released. And then we, and then the goal of heart healing is that all of these will work together again, because obviously in these, in these states like this, they're not together. And, um, and they, many times they've lost that contact. In fact, mental, Dr. Siegel will say mental illness is designed. Um, I mean, it really does show how well all of these parts are in union with each other, which mm-hmm. is really what we're all about in heart healing is getting everything working together. So in our modality, we, we call this function, we call this guardian, and we call this emotion. And we just want all of those in sync with one another, right? And working together in relationship, right? That's really good. That's very good. Because when we know at a deep heart level that we're safe, then mm-hmm. that amygdala or guardian, where however we want to call it, can can rest and doesn't have to keep reacting over and over again. Yes, such a good point. And I mean, this one has to know. That you're mm-hmm. safe and so this one but this but, but we won't get to this point until this one is sure that we're safe right. to go into those places yeah and so that's a huge huge part of what we're about mm-hmm. you know just letting people know we're not going to force you we're not going to make you do anything because many times the protector of our heart has been not seen not heard devalued not listen to. Um, and when that happens, it's just going to stay closed and it's going to keep you from going to those deep places where we want to release the trauma and bring them back into relationship. Yeah. So yes, That's very okay. good. Such a good way to explain that too. Um, I like that little model. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. perfect. And you can take it with you everywhere. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and I love how at Gold Monarch, because like I said, I've come twice, love everything that you do there, but you do include, um, 
you know, massage and just being relaxed. It's such a peaceful environment. Um, I just think it's so great. And then there's, you know, wonderful food. Um, it's so great that you're really dealing with like the whole self. And can you talk about that a little bit? Like what, what led you to, to develop it that way? Sure. Um, I am a dreamer. I'm a visionary. I don't always have everything around me to put that together, but God gives me people around me. But uh, I had all, always thought about, you know, how, how we could be about body, soul, and spirit, or I, I try to say spirit, soul, and body, because the spirit is the most important part of what we're about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had um, heard of a healing center in another part of the world, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, I don't have what they have, but what do I have? So I began to look around me and we, we had a school at that time, a ministry school, and people were getting raised up in the prophetic and art, all of that. And I just saw all of that coming together. So when you get a massage at Gold Monarch, um, not only is your body releasing trauma and letting go and coming into rest, but they're, they are praying over you. They are prophesying over you. Yeah. They're giving you a picture of what God is showing them. Many times that will be the key to what breaks their heart. I mean, break, uh, brings their heart, not breaks their heart. I was going to say breaks their heart open and brings them into wholeness or gives them some kind of uh, picture of what God is doing. Right. And I- anything we do with the, we do uh, raindrop therapy where the oils are releasing the trauma. Yes. Um, I've had people who've been violently raped mm. and um, they've held that in. They'll actually feel it leave their body during yeah. the raindrop therapy. That's One amazing. person. Yeah. There's just so many stories that we could tell. And mm. so then we put it with art and my, our artists just paint. They just ask Holy Spirit. They don't know a name. We keep everything confidential. Mm-hmm. So they will paint over that person and They'll just sit in this room and weep and say, how did they know? How did they know? We promise we did not tell them. So all of that comes together to everything is to release trauma, to bring to bring you back into that wholeness and that rest Mm -hmm. of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's the the whole atmosphere at Gold Monarch is so peaceful and just, you know, you just feel very safe. And so, um, but could you tell us the story of how Gold Monarch came to be? Whatever you feel to share about that. Okay. I could go on and on about that. I'll try to give a condensed version. My husband will say, give the Reader's Digest version, Amy. <laughs> um, but I alluded to the fact that I had heard about it was actually Roland Baker from Iris Ministries. I'd heard of his healing, his dramatic healing from dementia at a place oh. in Germany. And mm-hmm. that's where I felt like, why don't we have something like that in America? So it was a dream that I was carrying. And I actually this morning went back and looked on my calendar back in 2014. Um, everything happened that year. I would carried that dream, never really talked about it except to my daughter. And uh, she had moved back to Abilene with her family just for a time of healing. And um, I was doing a training and it was a training where several people came and there was a man, a young man who came who was 
very gifted, but also um, just racked with addictions. Mm-hmm. And it was impairing his life and his family. Mm-hmm. So his wife drug him to this little training, which is it's kind of funny that people come to trainings for healing because mm-hmm. they're really, but it always happens that way. And so anyway, he stayed over and got a session. And that one session had been, it was such a dramatic part. His heart had been so shattered and he'd been living so much in this raw emotion. His father used to throw him around when he didn't perform the way he wanted him to. And he had become extremely guarded, shut down all of his emotions, was living strictly from this place where he could function and figure it out. And all of a sudden Jesus comes so powerfully and this one let him in. Mm-hmm. The guardian led him into that raw emotion. And there was just release of all of this wow. pain, all of this trauma. Mm-hmm. And he decided he wanted to buy, he wanted to, to purchase a place for us. Mm-hmm. And literally that was in January. In February, we got the money. And by November, we were here in this place. There were prophecies and dreams in the middle of that. You know, I still to this day live in awe, right? I know that I am just a steward of what he gave me because there is no way that could happen right? with my life. Uh, It had to be God. There's no other way. And I don't take that lightly. I walk on this property every day with a grateful heart saying, thank you. What do you want me to do today? You know, this is your place. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, when seers come, they tell me that ain't the angelic hosts are so strong here because, because it is a place he set apart, mm-hmm. you know, for healing. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Well, um, it's so amazing. I mean, I, I love hearing that story because it builds your faith, you know, that, you know, when you have a dream, uh, and you, uh, believe that God can bring it to pass, you know, he will in the right time and the right. I love to come under people's dreams and Mm -hmm. see them happen because God does want that for all of us. Yeah. He does. Could you just briefly describe, because some people may not understand when we say he lets Jesus into a certain part. That's just, that's in the prayer ministry when someone's praying one-on-one with you. Um, Do you want to just describe that just briefly? Sure. Um, Jesus will never go where we don't say yes. I mean, well, I mean, he, he doesn't force himself on anyone, I guess is a better way to say that. And so as we work with the parts of the heart, we want every one of them to know. Many of them have a very distorted filter of Jesus. And this one can also kind of be a filter. Many times they have a filter of him based on traumas earlier in life Mm -hmm. that, you know, he's mean, he doesn't care. You know, there's all kinds of things that we see. Mm -hmm. So we very gently bring him in. And sometimes I will have to ask, you know, because they have such an image of Jesus. I'll say, can we ask the true Lord Jesus to come? Mm -hmm. And when he does, they're amazed because all of us at, at the deepest part of our being just wants to be loved 
just wants to be seen and heard. And that's all Jesus is about. I mean, it's amazing to me how he's appearing to people all over the world, you know, in every race, in every walk of life, people who never even heard his name. Um, but, but they always describe him as someone so, uh, so for them and so joyful. He loves to play. He has such laughter. Mm -hmm. um, he's really, um, he's a happy God, yeah. you yeah. know? And so we, we, we just make a way for them to be able to see that mm -hmm. Jesus, that true Lord Jesus. Right. Right. That's so that answer it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Thank you. And I know in so many ways these days, God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit have been really misrepresented. And I even know people minister to people who were abused with the Bible as far as like um, as children, you know, read scriptures about how terrible, you know, I don't know, but um, but the but people use scriptures to be abusive, which is of course horrible. But then that hurts our heart. We put up a boundary between us and scripture or us and God and you know. Yeah. Yes, and we see a lot of that. There's a lot of spiritual abuse, right. which is not true relational, right? You know, mm -hmm. walking with him. Yes. So, yeah. so what we want to know is the true God, His true nature and character, which mm -hmm. is love, in Jesus and Holy Spirit, and yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask you, just as people are listening to this today. Um, they might even be thinking of some of their own hurts, you know, that kind of thing. And um, we're going to close in a minute, but um, what would you say to people who, you know, they do have hurts in their lives and what would you just encourage them with? Yeah. Well, first of all, I tell people to be kind to yourself because sometimes the first thing we do when we hurt is we beat ourselves up, you know, like, why are you feeling this way? Let's just get over it. I mean, different people respond different ways. Mm -hmm. But first of all, your heart is speaking to you. It's mm -hmm. a language that if we can embrace that, it's only there to let you know there's something happening that's out of sync. And so I just want to let you know that, that it's there so we can bring that release of the trauma, bring Jesus into, be restored back to who we are. And the greatest joy of heart healing is seeing someone find that true original spirit-led self and see and begin to walk from that place. So I would just say, be kind to yourself, but listen to your heart. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get there with Jesus, there are many many ministries in the world. There are many inner healing ministries. All of them are good. Yeah. All of them are good. I do find, at least for me and personally, that if you'll deal with the heart first and get those, those, pers those parts back together, and we even talk this way, a part of me feels this way, but a part of me feels that way. Well, let's get them on the same page. Right. You know, let's get them together. Then then you deal with the wounds, the hurts, the lies so much more quickly after they're working together. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. I, I always say God can do this however he wants. Yes. I've had people healed by looking at a piece of art 
mm-hmm. and something just comes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dream. One one girl came here from Brazil, and she was leaving the next day, and she wanted more. And he came to her in the night and healed her heart in the night in a dream. Mm-hmm. So, just you know, just say, Jesus, I want the whole. I want to live from my whole heart because He mm-hmm. says. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. All of it is, he, he, why did he say all? Why didn't he just say, love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Mm-hmm. He knew, he knew that our hearts would get shattered. So just, just that prayer, just that awareness, mm-hmm. um, he will bring you to the right people. He'll bring you to the right situations. He'll take you to the right ministry or, you know, it will happen. He's that good. And he, it's part of his mission statement. I want to heal your heart. That's what he says to us. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Like I, um, I love the way that you minister and the way that you do heart healing and, um, I also do inner healing in case people don't know that and just love to pray for people. It's been on my heart for many, many years. And um, in fact, I had a prophetic word when I was 18 that I would have a ministry of inner healing and so loved it. But um, anyway, so, um, but thank you for telling us about gold monarch and thank you for going into, you know, um, the different parts of the heart. It was really, really good. I think people will get a lot out of that. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you. It's a blessing to be with you. Thank you. Well, let's just, um, if you don't mind, would you just pray a prayer over people that are listening? Father, I just thank you for this opportunity just to just to be with you and just to speak to the hearts of all these precious ones who are listening. And I thank you, Father, that you are just pouring into them. And Lord, I just ask that you would just begin to show them, Father, the parts of their heart and bring them home to you. We just call every part home. We, We just speak to those places that have been so protected and so closed. And we ask, Father, for you just to pour out Father, from your throne, just that, just that, that river of life that releases whatever they can let go of today, Father, that any trauma that's kept them from being in the flow of all that you have for them. And thank you, Jesus, that you always say yes, that you love to see them come home to who they are. And we just pray that every person that hears this, Father, will will receive the healing of their heart that they're longing for in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone who's listening or watching. Thanks for joining us and see you next time. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit Anna Harris and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast.